Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this Tuesday, June 7th, 2022 edition of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer Pui, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, Dylan Bishop, and apparently Avery Newport's hanging out too. I don't know. Uh, Avery, are you there? I am here. There, he's there. Hello. There you are, the voice of the man that's not in the studio again, at least for this segment. Not yet. I might be. I will be, but not right now. All right. There you go. Uh, At 12.15, we'll be joined by new head women's basketball coach at Shepard, Julie Kaufman. As uh, she gets ready to take over, or she has taken over the helm officially as of last Thursday. And then, uh, yeah, we've got her as a guest today. Tomorrow we'll be joined by Brian Thomas, head coach for Musselman, the Appleman football program. But also right now, the head coach of the North Bears? I, I believe they're the Bears. I don't know. At the North-South All-Star football game that's to take place this Saturday, I believe, in South Charleston. Yeah. Um, he's down there right now. I believe they have like a whole week of kind of like a camp prior to it all um and yeah we'll catch up with him and colin you alluded to this earlier it's his birthday today it is his birthday today so happy birthday uh b tom hope you get to enjoy it and then go win a football game yeah we'll talk to him tomorrow i believe i said twelve fifteen as well uh but he'll be on to talk about uh just what the experience is like down there and then what he can kind of use that to take back to muscleman should be a uh fun Time to have him on tomorrow to talk about that. Uh, we've got a few minutes here. Colin and I, we went to the driving range last night. It was pretty fun. By yeah, the end of it. Getting ready to do the uh, Martinsburg Bulldog Golf Classic there at uh, Crest Creek on Thursday. And uh, enjoy some time together, the three of us. Uh, Spencer, Nick, and myself, along with Mike Hornby, going to be the there. Mogul. At a 9 a.m. tee off time now, no longer noon. So if uh, you guys are tuning in right now and you are a part of the Bulldog Classic and did not see that, it is now a 9 a.m. start, 8 a.m. registration there at Crest Creek instead of a 10 a.m. registration with a noon start. So change uh, your time there if you're doing it, and hopefully we do better than last time. Yeah, hopefully we do better than last time. That's why we went to the driving range, right? Yeah. I don't know how much better we got, but... (laughs) Just needed to get 1% better every day. We do need to get one. That's, you know... Well, then I need 99 days, not two days. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we've got a few minutes here, uh, but uh, talk here. Women's College World Series coming up on Talk Radio WRNR beginning tomorrow night. Uh, Texas, they'll be in there as the first unseeded team... Uh, to play in it so that's pretty cool unseated team making it to the finals yeah but they got a uh, pretty big opponent that has absolutely dominated this entire season but they almost got eliminated yesterday too i saw uh because i believe it was the niece of tom brady i can't remember her first name from a ucla had two big home runs in a Game one between UCLA and Oklahoma to get UCLA the, uh, I think it was 7-3 win. 
and that made it to an elimination winner-take-all game to advance to the College Softball World Series, and Oklahoma just dominated uh, UCLA 15 nothing in that one. That would be Maya Brady. There you go, there Maya you go. Brady. So it will be Oklahoma facing Texas for the College World Series Championship Series set to go tomorrow night, 8-15. We'll have the airtime for you from Westwood 1. Uh, then I believe Thursday potentially we may have to switch things up because there might be something extra special happening it has not been confirmed yet uh but it's on twitter from jesse doherty of the washington post uh let me read his tweet verbatim it's it always quote it always seemed possible even likely with the tbd in this week's rotation but hearing the nationals expect steven strasburg to start against the marlins in miami on thursday monday's bullpen session went well so uh, we may have to take you out of College World Series to put you into uh, Steven Strasburg's first start back this season and first start since what? Did he pitch last year? I can't remember. I can't even remember either because I don't follow the uh, Nationals as much as you do, but I, I do know it's been a while, and hopefully he does well when he gets back for uh, locality's sake. Since we need some, he pitched good in five games. Back in I just area. want him back. Yeah, so not to talk about <laughs> when he call. might come back. It's a good call by Spencer. Yeah, we well, have to on the talk show. about him every five days instead of every day. Yeah, it was a good call by Spencer. He said he might pitch on Wednesday, ended up being Thursday. So yeah, I mean, I was thinking Wednesday. I'll you tell know. you this, Dylan. He might pitch this season. <laughs> Big if true. The reason I said Wednesday was because Wednesday is twelve years from his major league debut. Wow. That would have been cool. Only you would know. You know what's four years ago today? Yeah, the uh, Washington Capitals winning the Stanley Cup for the first time in history. And only time. Yeah, that is true. So far. And since then, it's been first-round exits, but let's not get back into that. No, let's not get back I want to congratulate a uh, local football player before we end this segment. Oh, yeah, do that. Ezra Bateman. You didn't seem to tell us this either. I know. I apologize for that. But uh, congrats to Ezra Bajan, quarterback there at Martinsburg High School and the uh, brother of Shepard quarterback, uh, Tyson Bajan, got his first offer. And, of course, it's from Shepard. Yeah, I wouldn't expect anything less. Yeah. Coach McCook definitely wanted to give him the offer. So, we'll see. He's a junior this year or a senior? He's a senior this He'll year. He'll be a senior this year. Hmm. So... Maybe you go from one Bajan to another Bajan. Who knows? I don't know because Might. they did just get a different quarterback yeah. in the area. Slay and Sammy Roberts will play football there as well. So He'll probably redshirt this year. But if Ezra goes to Shepard, that'd be an interesting quarterback duel. It would be. Maybe they could Are do like Martin's quarterback. Does. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, we are awaiting the phone call here from uh, new Shepherd women's basketball coach Julie Kaufman and uh, we'll have a lot to talk to her about because she's got a big program to take over but that will do it for this first segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford revolutionizing the car buying experience buy your next vehicle online they'll deliver it to you if you don't like it they'll take it back go to HagerstownFord.com for more on the other side of this break we'll hopefully be joined by women's basketball coach at Shepherd Julie Kaufman after this two minute break
Hagerstown Ford continues to be your leader in car sales up and down the I-81 corridor. We will beat any and all competitors' prices. We've made buying a new car easier than ever with one-day delivery better than Amazon and a return policy better than Walmart. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you don't like it, simply return it and we'll come pick it up. No questions asked. Why would you shop anywhere else? At Hagerstown Ford, we take great pride in our community and supporting our local student-athletes. That's why Hagerstown Ford is the official car dealership of Shepherd Rams quarterback Tyson Bagent. Our remote buying process has made new car shopping so easy, you'll never even set foot in a dealership. Simply go to HagerstownFord.com and click on the car you want to buy it, or use the Axle Auto app. It's that easy. You can order your new car on any device. Go to HagerstownFord.com and get your new car signed, sealed, and delivered from Hagerstown Ford. Now's the time to talk with John's Pool Supplies about opening your pool. Or maybe it's time for a new above-ground or in-ground pool. John's Pool Supplies, 237 Eagle School Road, has over 30 years of experience and a large selection of products, services, and supplies for your pool or hot tub. From custom liner installation and pool inspection to free water testing, call John's Pool Supplies at 304-267-2000. JohnsPoolSupplies.com. Mr. Walkoff is coming back to Nationals Park. A walkoff for Ryan Zimmerman! Be a part of history. Game two of the doubleheader on June 17th. The first 25,000 fans receive an employee 11 t-shirt. Come early and be part of a special Q&A with Zip. On June 18th, come early and witness the pageantry of Ryan's retirement ceremony. The first 10,000 fans, 12 and under, will receive a 2006 Ryan Zimmerman Kids t-shirt. Get your tickets now. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the sports mix on talk radio wrnr and tv 10 we're waiting to be joined by new head coach for the shepherd women's basketball program julie kaufman we're waiting the phone call but uh, let's talk about some other shepherd news we missed this on friday i always seem to they i don't know what it is either i'm like ready to go the weekend mode when we don't have anything or even when we do have anything i don't see it but every Friday after 4 p.m., there's always some Shepherd football article posted on shepherdrams.com, and I always miss it until I go back on their website sometime the next week. And uh, Shepherd football ranks sixth in Lindy's top 25. Joey Fisher and Tyson Bajant have been honored uh, as well, so they're ranked sixth in the 2022 Division II top 25. Um, Ferris State ranked one, Valdosta State two. Colorado School of Mines, three. Four is Grand Valley State. Five is Northwest Missouri State. Seven, Bowie State. Angelo State at eight. Notre Dame at nine. West Florida at 10. Um, Cal PA ranked 17th. Indiana PA ranked 21st. And those are the only two that are within the conference. So, great season coming up for Shepard. Nick, are you ready to get back on the helm of the play-by-play duties? Yeah, definitely. I think at this point in the year – you start to maybe get that itch for football season again 
I mean, not quite because you still want to enjoy like the summer weather and everything, but it's like, you know, it's coming up and yeah. you miss the football on the field. And, uh, and Shepard, uh, I guess, or Shepard has, you know, an exciting team coming back. Obviously, the best player in the country in Tyson Bajant. Um, a lot coming back around him offensively. So they should have a great team again this year. I think their schedule is pretty favorable. Uh, for the most part, they got some good draws in terms of not or the Western Division teams and obviously the East Division. Uh, so it, it looks to be a good season. You know, I'm looking forward to it. I think last year was kind of a, a tough start to the year in terms of going on the road, three straight games to begin the year. This year it's a more balanced schedule, so that uh, is nice to see for the Rams. And I think, um, you know, they, they have a lot coming back and a lot to be excited about uh, with this team. Not as much as they had coming back last year, though, so there are some areas to fill, but I think – Coach McCook's done a good job with the recruiting. He's done a good job in the transfer portal of building a good football team and should be competitive again this year and maybe make it back to the uh, semis or even the finals. Yeah, I think the transfer portal for them has been pretty key, especially to get talented players that left the panhandle uh, at the beginning of their college when they signed to go play college football. Um, You know, just recently they're getting – Hartman from uh, Lehigh University, and then uh, now name is blanking off. Grantham. Grantham coming back to the panhandle. Um, I think getting those guys is just kind of going to be really key for uh, success because not only success on the field, but like success within the community because you have them, their roots are already here. So you'll have more fans come to games because their families are here. So. I think that is something as well that can be good is that you'll have more fans from the Panhandle going to games because, oh, well, he was my neighbor in high school. I'm going to go watch him in college. I can now do that. Well, I think overall, I mean, you know, I was looking back at some of the games from last year and just Shepard plays exciting football. They so, do. Yeah. Uh, and definitely come out and support the Rams this year, especially with Bajant coming back at quarterback. Uh, you know, they're going to be playing high-scoring football games that – are fun to watch and you never know the outcome until the very end so you know that's another attractiveness of this team at the d2 level you know it's not very far and it's in a good region and i think uh people will come out and support them like they did last year but uh definitely exciting football even for d2 you know it's kind of interesting looking at the roster uh with Dwayne grantham he's listed as a freshman yeah, I'm not certain on that because of all the COVID, you know, messed up everybody's eligibility. And I know he was a JUCO product, I guess. Yeah, Lackawanna College. So I'm not sure what his eligibility is. And I don't know how updated the roster is completely yet at this yeah. point. I don't know. I just, it was weird because 2021 football roster there had him as a sophomore at Lackawanna College. That's why I was kind of confused. So. But, uh, yeah, you know, looking at the guys they have incoming-wise, I think they'll definitely help what they have coming back. They have pretty similar expectations for the team this year compared to last year because you still have all the really important pieces. You still have Tyson Bajan, Ryan Beach, and Ronnie Brown on offense. They're really the key is going to be uh, does the defense improve at all or stay the same because that was your that was really the only reason that they weren't, you know, 
going even farther than the national semis was their defense holding them back and of course the defense is kind of the reason that they had to pull out those pull the rabbit out of their hat in uh, the two games to get to the national semis but again pretty similar expectations you got the national player of the year coming back and his top receiver and ronnie brown really good running back so should be the same offense high powered yeah my only question would be maybe offensive line a little bit they did lose uh, a good bit of that o-line and that was a you know grad student group up front so that will be a little bit of a concern and they did not allow a lot of sacks last year Bajan pretty much had all day to throw uh but we know coach mccook is an o-line guy so i'm sure he invested well and there's younger players on the team and they can step up but we haven't really seen much from those other guys so that will be uh, i think important for the offense but in terms of the skill positions i don't think there's anything to really be worried about and i'd encourage guys uh to go watch shepherd this year because not only as you said the offense is uh very high powered one of the top scoring offenses in the nation last year how the successful offense in the nation yeah. how not successful of, they were the top yeah means that they're gonna have a target on their back yeah a lot of teams around the uh PSAC are gonna put that target on their back uh, Cutstown's gonna want revenge I think games against uh IUP and Cal U should be good if they get to face both of them so it should be a really entertaining uh season this year for Shepard and I'm looking forward to seeing obviously how Tyson does back at being quarterback with uh his accolades already continuing to break records as well as guys like Ryan Beach who we saw become an All-American in his first year there and continue to grow and see how his role will be this year ronnie brown as well and guys as you said like blake hartman will he get production right away will grantham get production right away and i don't want to forget the fact that you mentioned uh joey fisher who's a semi-local guy as well over from clear spring high school there in maryland and uh being able to protect tyson as well as uh the rest of hopefully a pretty good offensive line yeah so we still waiting for the call yeah we're still waiting for the call uh IUP not on the schedule this year, by the uh, way, Kyle. Yeah. But Cal PA. That's what I was thinking. I was, I was like, I, I was trying to think of something you said, and I was that's trying why to I said process it they while we were talking. I, know and I couldn't. There's an opportunity, obviously. Yeah. Goals to make it to the PSAC championship this yeah. year since you just missed last year. Yeah, currently, or the schedule this year will be uh, Southern Connecticut State on the road to begin the year, Edinburgh, Cal, uh, both at home, then at Cutstown, at Shippensburg. Lockhaven, which I don't believe will have that game because of uh, Martinsburg football that day on that Saturday. Uh, yep, against on October eighth. October eighth against. Uh, it's Riverside, right? Riverside, Riverside, yeah. They're making that return and then, trip. Uh, home against Millersville at Westchester, which should be a really good game. Bloomsburg at home at East Strasburg, and currently at Mercyhurst. But if the Rams are in the uh, PSAC championship, I believe that will change. So. Yep. Or if Mercyhurst were to get there, but I don't think they'll be there based on last year. Wouldn't count on it. <laughs> Wouldn't count on it. You're putting bulletin board material out there for him, Dylan. All right, here, Dylan. As some of you know, we introduced him last week a little bit. He hosts the highly disputed podcast uh, that is on the airwaves of the Shepherd University student set, uh, station and is on podcast form as well yep. uh, you have tweeted now two days in a row uh about your hot takes we did not see any hot takes from you yesterday do you have any hot takes today 
Do I have any hot takes today? Depends on what. Like, you got to give them a topic, right? <laughs> Unless you just have a hot take that you're ready to All go right. with. And the, I d- I've been thinking about this Lamar Jackson contract situation and how uh, this media, especially ESPN, really loves to dig into this and how uh, they really just they're worried about Lamar Jackson. Oh, is he going to come in? Does he want to be here? Does he want? Listen, if you've been, f- I'm following this. I'm a Ravens fan for a time now. The problem here, if you listen to the quotes that the front office has given, uh, Lamar is going is not focused on the contract negotiations at all. And I just think people need to like realize that Lamar Jackson, kind of a weird guy, great football player, kind of a weird guy. Every offseason, like as soon as he's been contract extension eligible, he has not been talking to them about it. Every time they bring comes up that the, the front office people just say, we well, really just worried about football. He's just worried about football. He's in off season. He's he's just uh, working out, working out. He's focused on. He's obsessed with winning a Super Bowl. Just obsessed with winning a Super Bowl. So I think people need to calm down. He's gonna. He doesn't have an agent, so he doesn't have someone who can uh, negotiate for him. So I people think people just need to calm down. Give him give him time. Maybe he doesn't want to be there. They did trade Hollywood Brown, but he has clearly not expressed that. Any any sort of talk like that is just guesswork. I think I about people this. fail to realize, too, that the Ravens can still franchise Lamar Jackson for two more seasons before they right. really have to get a contract done. So I think that's more likely what's going to happen here. And Lamar has kind of been working out on his own, so he hasn't been at OTAs. I don't think that's a huge deal. No, voluntary workouts. Originally, man. I was a little concerned about it, but I'm kind of just like, whatever about it at this point, as long as he's there for training camp. Uh, it doesn't really matter to me, but I understand why they're talking about it. I guess more so because like all the other quarterbacks are getting paid and not receiving franchise tags. When is Lamar Jackson going to get that big contract? And it's just kind of there and we'll see, but I don't think that's, I know Lamar like tweeted the whole thing when Hollywood got traded, but we don't really know what that was about because he, that's what I was going to bring up. There was that discussion and, I don't know, man. But I'm with Dylan for the most part. Like, he doesn't have an agent. He is kind of a weird guy. He kind of just... Wait, he doesn't have an agent? No. No, he doesn't. It fa- very uh, infamously, since he's uh, come into the league, it's really just been him and his mom that have kind of uh, worked out the contract situations with uh, for him. So it's... Maybe he needs to get an agent. Honestly, he should get an agent. Just like, if he's not going to focus on his contract, like his agent then, like, buddy, hire somebody. Like they can do that work for you. You got to give up ten percent of your contract to them, but you know, hey, that's probably worth it if you want to focus on football so much and being down in Miami. Well, I guess if you want to get this big contract, is ten percent really going to matter? Well, I think at the end of the day, I mean, Lamar knows that his play speaks for itself. So if he gets the Ravens the Super Bowl, they're going to have to pay him. Yeah, and and he knows what his value is. So I'm not going to tell him he necessarily needs to get an agent if he doesn't want to do that. Well, I'd put out there that right now, AFC-wise, out of all the seasons that he's had, this one's probably, and from now on, going to be the toughest ones year by year by year. It's going to keep getting tougher for him to get to that Super Bowl because, one, he's going to be getting older, and two, the quarterbacks that are younger than him and very, very talented are going to be getting into their primes. So are we honestly going to ever see him get to a Super Bowl yeah. with the Ravens? You're talking about Lamar tough. Jackson like he's not still in his prime and still getting better. I mean, he is, but still. <laughs> he's like 25 years old, so I'm not really He hasn't done it about... yet. 
I mean, it's a tough, it's a tough uh, place. That 25 year cutoff that we see in the NFL where guys, if they don't usually get it by that time, don't. Matt Stafford just won it at like 34. He's an anomaly. Listen, if I have time to go off of here again, I can I can rant all day about Greg Roman and his play calling with the Ravens. I think I mean, it's holding fair. back Lamar so much. And this has been a trend with Greg Roman where he's been in his other stops. You saw it in San Francisco and we saw it in Buffalo with Colin Kaepernick and Terod Taylor, where a year or two, he breaks out these new concepts in a pistol offense he likes to go to and it kind of catches teams off guard. And it's like, oh, man, Greg Roman, he's got this great offense going with this high-powered, electric, you know, athletic quarterback. And after a year or two, he's, he doesn't evolve his offense. He sticks to his guns. Teams kind of figure it out a little bit. We saw it in the playoffs against the Titans, where the Titans just stacked the box up and the Ravens didn't have the receivers to go out and make plays. Uh, Greg Roman doesn't evolve enough. And frankly, I, th- I think they're at least one season too far gone on replacing him as offense coordinator maybe two seasons because i've said for a a while now that lamar has the ability to go out and play in more of this spread offense if you watched him at louisville under bobby petrino who's a former nfl head coach they played a spread offense with some you know read option stuff mixed in but i think that Greg Roman, for whatever reason, just doesn't want to go to that. And I think this has been an issue with John Harbaugh's career in general in Baltimore. Great coach, one of the best in the league, but his downfall has been picking offensive coordinators. He's had a couple years where he had Greg Kubiak, uh, Gary Kubiak, and uh, Jim Caldwell, where they had good years on offense. But in between there, it's been Cam Cameron, Marty Morningway, Greg Roman, these guys that have not been productive on the offensive side of the ball. So, I mean, he's been great defensive coordinator-wise, but I think that right now Greg Roman's holding back Lamar Jackson big time. I think last year, too, was kind of a fluke because the Ravens had so many injuries, mm-hmm. and Lamar, I think, was trying to do too much at times last year. So I think if with the team being healthier this year, hopefully he doesn't feel like he has to do too much, and he can stay healthy will really be important. Uh, but I do tend to agree that Roman seems to be holding this team back a little bit, but for whatever reason, they haven't pulled the trigger. I mean, if you remember the year the Ravens won the Super Bowl, they fired Cam Cameron right before the playoffs, and Jim Caldwell got that offense rolling. Yep. And uh, they obviously won the Super Bowl. So it, it's interesting that they haven't pulled the trigger on Roman yet. For whatever reason, Harbaugh's sticking with him as well, and we'll see. What do we think about Aaron Donald gets the, a huge raise in his reworked contract uh, highest paid non-quarterback in the NFL. Well, frankly, I th- I think that I mean he's one of the best defensive players at all t- of all time at this point, talent wise. You know he has you know he hasn't played an entire career to put up the career numbers yet, but just in terms of his impact on the field, one of the best of all time. And he was kind of threatening to retire. Uh, even well, I wasn't really. I don't even know really what that was. Well, he said he would be okay with retiring. He wasn't threatening. Right. Yeah. But then I, most I, recently, just, he did say though that if he doesn't get a new contract, he's going to retire. Yeah. yeah. Even uh, the day of the Super Bowl, Rodney Harrison said on the pregame show that Aaron Donald was talking about retirement yeah. to him personally, and I would have understood it. Like he made a lot of money. He's made you know. Uh, you know, if he's a smart guy, football's not good on the body. You can get out around 29 or 30, whatever he is, with a lot of money and a lot of, st- uh, you know, statistics even for He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Even right. Exactly. He can make the Hall of Fame with that ring. He's and all currently 31, just turned 31 on yeah. May 23rd. 
Right. And a guy like him, it would have made sense just to say, you know, I've done all that I need to do now that I've won a Super Bowl. I can call it quits. And, you know, you can set, you can put it out there, a little feeler, like, you know, if I don't get this big contract, maybe I'm okay with retiring. That's the reason you put something out like that is to make sure that you get paid the way that you want to get paid. Right. Yeah, it was a game. He, he knew how to play. That's what it always is there with guys in that situation. And obviously he won and deservingly so because he is a star player that uh deserves that kind of money and it'll be fun seeing him there and continue uh success i think uh what i was gonna say is i think the money is too much for any other player but aaron donald because this is an (laughs) aging defensive tackle yeah yeah but he's already done so much it's almost like this is more of a legacy thing, and, and can he kind of run it back for maybe one or two more years and still be one of the best defensive tackles in the league, even if you don't get you know the three or four years, whatever it is, out of him? If you can get one or two good years and have another chance at winning a Super Bowl, you pay Aaron Donald that money, and you know if it doesn't work out long term, it's all right. But uh, you know for the one or two years it could work out for you, opposed to having him retire, I think is worth the money and worth the investment i I would agree with that i just the number seemed crazy also i thought it was an extension but it's just a rework of his current contract so it's kind of interesting if you go into the details of it uh but that'll do it for this segment of the sports mix brought to you in part by orsini's home store not just an appliance store any longer cabinets and designer bedding outdoor living is family owned and operated located at 360 hack wilson ray right way right here in martinsburg go to orsini's.com for more on the other side of this break we'll talk some nba stuff uh donovan mitchell is unnerved and unsettled about his head coach resigning we kind of jumped into that a little bit yesterday but colin and Ev- and dylan were like nobody cares i agreed uh, but we'll get into that next after this two minute break you tune in the sports mix on talk radio wrnr and tv 10 I'm Annette McDonald, and I am the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms, and we have flooring available, too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's Orsini's.com. What do you get when the longest, hardest, widest runway in the state of West Virginia is asked to host the 250th birthday of Berkeley County? A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to witness an afternoon of fun, music, and finish with the largest fireworks show worthy of a 250-year-old. Visit Eastern West Virginia Regional Airport on Sunday, July 3rd with gates opening at 2.50 p.m., of course. We'll have food trucks, libation, and something for all ages as we celebrate Berkeley 250. Go to berkeleywv250.com and click on events to get the full lineup of fun. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. 
Do you need a place to go for a quick tobacco, soda, snacks, cigarettes, or beer run? Well, then you're in luck because Enter and Exit has convenience without the cost. Enter and Exit right off Route 11 is located at 31 Meadow Lane in Martinsburg and soon to be opening in Chambersburg, PA. Enter and Exit is open Monday through Saturday from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. and Sundays from 9.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. For great convenience without the cost, stop on in to Enter and Exit today. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer Buenick, Rizzolini, Colin McLaughlin, Dylan Bishop, and Avery Newport hanging out with us. Avery, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here, but uh, have not gotten a call from Julie Kaufman. So uh-huh. we'll, we'll have to re- maybe she had to reschedule, and maybe something's not happening. Uh, but we'll figure it out. We'll get her on at some point. Yeah. Uh, you were Avery. You were adamant. When I say adamant, you were very adamant about talking about this topic. I was okay. This right. topic let's, is Donovan Mitchell's unnerved and unsettled about his head coach resigning. Well, okay. Let, let's let's take a let's take a step back here. I was not adamant. You were. I was doing. You that were adamant com- about I, us talking about. I, it. I was doing that adamant. for comedic effect. Okay, but we we only touched on it for a minute yesterday, and I thought it was a more deserving story. That I mean, okay, granted, it's not with local teams, it's not with regional teams, but there's pretty clearly some beef that's developing in Utah between that has been developing between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert for quite some time now, ever since the the pre-COVID stuff was going on, and Quinn Snyder just up and quit basically because of oh come on man you you're gonna give me the black screen wow come in here and you get to be on tv well you know we were coming back from break it was too i didn't want to you, you know, were at the door avery yeah but and i didn't want to when we came jumble back it up you or anything. decided to go out the door instead of in the what door. i need is a headshot i need a nice you know professional headshot that you can throw we could there. use your lookalike again yeah find the uh the uh, Jaime Jaquez or uh, whatever his name is, Doug Doug Eddard. Just Doug Eddard. Just, just yeah. find Drew Timmy. That's close enough. Yeah, it'll be in there somewhere. Listen, uh, Spencer before the break said that I was on the side of not caring about this. I was. I was actually. I'm with Avery on thinking this is a topic worth talking about on yes. the show. I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit here and be adamant about it or anything like that. But it is a rift in between a team uh, that ha- was in last year's playoffs the number one seed in the western conference and has two all-stars on his team that both look like they could be leaving the team and going elsewhere uh soon uh quinn snyder was the first to go former i believe former coach of the year quinn snyder and donovan mitchell could be on his way out as well as rudy gobert rudy gobert two or three time defensive player of the year and there's already rumors developing of the miami heat i think really just off of the the idea that a trade would make sense with Tyler Harrow and Duncan Robinson's salary going to Utah uh, with to send Donovan and Mitchell over to Miami, which would be a very interesting story. And I saw from the Ringer, or the, I believe the Athletic, talked about a, or it was actually Bleacher Report, Jake Fisher, now that I talk about, uh, think about it, 
that said that there has been talk around the league of a potential Nikola Vucevic and Patrick Williams for Rudy Gobert trade that could send Rudy Gobert to the Chicago Bulls. So both interesting kind of trades that maybe it doesn't maybe it doesn't change who would win the you know NBA Finals. But I mean Donovan Mitchell to the Miami Heat certainly. I mean, the Miami Heat have been in the conference finals two of the last three years, so... Well, it's going to tear apart a perennial playoff team, too. I mean, the Jazz have been in the playoffs the last how many years now? I mean, they've been one of the best teams in the West, and this this duo of Mitchell and Gobert, they've always been super competitive in the Western Conference playoffs. Granted, they never really won anything of significance, but they've been in there every year. They're def- they're the, they are the defending division champions in the Northwest Division, so they're always good, and the fact that Quinn Snyder kind of saw the writing on the wall here and decided to to bail, uh, I think is a story worth talking about. Hey, there it is. Okay, see, <laughs> that's a little more. That's a little more. You know, it's old. It's an older picture. Uh, it's not as you know relevant. Just having some fun on today's edition of the Sports Mix. Yeah, making yeah. light of what everything. What about this one? That one is. Uh, that's a little more current, I think. Um, you know, it's not professional. But that's back in your intern days. That's yeah. back in your prime. Yeah. Wow, I wouldn't say it. Well, Colin Avery washed? Yeah, he's washed up. That's wow. why he won't show his Over face on TV anymore. Over the Hill Avery in Newport, Jeez. right? Jeez. <laughs> it's brutal out Over here. Over the Hill, man. just like the Utah Jazz. That's right. There you go. There it is. Way to tie it in, Dylan. That's right. So I, I think it's interesting. If I were them, I would just blow it up. The Utah Jazz. Like, yeah. trade Mitchell the and Utah Gobert. Jazz have been rebuilding since 1998. <laughs> and they will continue to be rebuilt, rebuilding. They got to the finals a few times, but you can. I mean, you then. think about it. Donovan Mitchell for Tyler Harrow and Duncan Robinson. I think Duncan Robinson, and Tyler Harrow. Duncan Harrow-Tube. Robinson's washed more than Avery. <laughs> wow, <laughs> he had I one think, good run. Those are fighting words in the Nick. bubble. I mean, where he made a couple threes. Yeah, that's it's true. But yeah, I think they're Miami they would be good fits him with Colin. Practice every day for the next like year. He could become Duncan Robinson. <laughs> I don't know. I, I suck at basketball. Like, need a little I am conditioning. Maybe he drew like a football player in this room, and it's not even close. All right. I just think I think Duncan Robinson and Tyler Harrow would be good fits in Utah. I think that they would uh, they would fit well, even with or without Rudy Gobert. So, but I have, if I were them, I'd just trade. Now I missed it completely. Why did Quinn Snyder step down? So I believe there was a actually there is an interesting part of this story where he actually does have a year left on his contract that and Utah can block him from coaching another team next season if they so wish. Uh, but again, it would be up to them. They could uh, they could decline. They could let him coach another team if they wanted to, or, or they could not. But it's uh, Quinn Snyder might not even have an opening that he'd be interested in. He might be more interested in waiting to see when Greg Popovich retires because he's a former Spurs assistant. So I do think that he saw the writing on the wall and just saw that this team with Gobert and Mitchell probably isn't going to work. And any sort of trading to make it work, trading one or the other, I don't think was really going to do much of anything. Donovan Mitchell is a poor defender. Rudy Gobert is only a defender, really. So I think it's one of these situations where the Jazz got as far as they could with this group, this core, and now they got to move on and try something else. See, I, Spencer, I told you this is a story worth talking about. The fact that they could potentially block him from coaching another team, that's... You definitely you didn't that say that year. part, though. Well, yeah, but still. Hey, hey guys, Donovan, what... Alright, let you guys, any, any other... We'll close this topic up. I was going to say, Donovan Mitchell could be the star that the Knicks go out and get. 
they, they've been looking. <laughs> they've been looking since Carmelo, and that didn't work out very well. Yeah. All right. Well, somebody with a big voice wants to be a head coach. Kendrick Perkins wants to be a head coach. Do we think he'd be a good head coach? No. 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 He's not even a good analyst. Yeah, no. He's a horrible analyst. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. And he's not Who's funny he like coach? Barkley. I don't know. Colin. I just saw that he on Twitter that he was interested in being a head coach. Like in the like, NBA why? or like I think. I, I his don't son's know. like basketball team or something. Because he'd probably be decent at that. I don't know. I'm sure he I could mean, do that at least. Maybe, maybe like an AAU team. What did he, he say exactly? It was on there just uh, – I can't remember who it was with uh, Insider saying that he was interested. I don't know if it was just jokingly about it because he mentioned his son's AAU team that maybe he <laughs> okay. coaches. But could you guys imagine him being a coach? It, it'd be bad. It'd be funny. It would yeah. be funny. It would be funny. But would any of the players actually take him seriously? No, that's why yeah. it would be funny. Could you imagine DeAndre Ayton in a Pistons uniform, huh? That other report that came out. Today. Apparently, the Kendrick Perkins says the Lakers offered him an assistant coaching job at what? one point. Huh? I know huh? KD's a big Kendrick Perkins fan. Saw it on Twitter. Yeah, apparently he's they hired Rasheed Wallace as an assistant. Which coach. Twitter for KD? He's not a fan anyway. <laughs> one of the ten thousand burner accounts. <laughs> Sorry, just had to poke fun there. All right, DeAndre Ayton no longer a son possibility. So this was a report from John Hollinger of The Ringer, who said that more likely than not, uh, Phoenix Suns center DeAndre Ayton has played his last game as a Phoenix Sun, and the Detroit Pistons seem like the leading candidate to get him, as well as Portland and San Antonio. And I think the the Pistons of all teams are going to be interesting to watch in the offseason because I think they're trying to make a big run now that they have Cade Cunningham, a very uh, promising player, and a lot of cap space. So And the Suns, I don't know what they're going to do. It, out of all players for them to lose, it'd be he's the youngest one. So their core, it's an interesting. He did really drop off last year. It seemed yeah. like especially toward the playoff time. But like you said, he's a young player. I think he still has a ton of potential to be a decent player, if not an all star, consistently in the league. So that's definitely interesting, and it opens up a huge spot, literally and figuratively, in your lineup. I mean, yeah. you have a starting center. And a pretty productive one, you know, at times throughout his career. So, yeah, I think the Suns would probably want some sort of uh, compensation in return yeah, in the sign and trade. But perhaps Jeremy Grant, uh, who was on the Olympic team and uh, this last Olympics, so that could be an interesting swap that happens there. They could ask for some of their young players like Killian Hayes, Sadiq Bay that they have, Kelly Olynyk coming off the bench, Marvin Bagley. I believe that would have to be another sign and trade, double sign and trade there, but. That would, that would be an interesting one because they're number one and number two picks in the same draft. So I think the Pistons of all teams, they're also, uh, there's a report that they were trying to add a both a uh, front court and back court piece in the offseason. So DeAndre Ayton could be one, and then someone Bradley interesting Beal. like Jalen Brunson could be the the other one. So they could... You know you'd cry if that happened. I don't know if I'd cry. I mean, it's just the Wizards. They're not going to be good if they have Bradley Beal or not, so... I think Bradley Beal is being port, uh, pursued by the Portland Trailblazers. And Trailblazers the Wizards can pay him like two hundred ten. Yeah, and then he can only make like it's half like of that. Money. I think from somebody. I think I read that recently. If he if he turns down the Wizards deal, he can only make half that from anywhere in the league. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like four, probably like four for one twenty something versus five for two fifty with the yeah. Wizards. Yeah, 
All right, well, that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll wrap things up. We'll talk some golf, some hockey, and some baseball after this two-minute break. You're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Conveniently located right off 81 at 214 Mid-Atlantic Parkway, Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including happy hour 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. with $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Monday night is trivia night, Thursday night is wing night, and Wednesday and Sunday night is steak night. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Do you love martial arts? Are you a little more Miyagi-Do than Cobra Kai? Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment. Because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills, it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery. Dragon Warrior Kung Fu, call us at 304-350-0646 and learn more today. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun. It comes from knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood helps you build your safety skills with a variety of courses taught by NRA certified instructors. Sign up now for the Saturday, June 11, Basic Fundamentals of Shooting a Handgun course. This class qualifies the student for a West Virginia concealed carry permit. No prerequisite courses are required to take this class. To register today and find out more, visit valleyguns2.com. That's valleyguns2.com. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for June 7th, 2022, brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors. John Everson and Phil McCoy, you can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices right here in Martinsburg at 1270 Winchester Avenue, Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, Avery Newport, and Dylan Bishop hanging out with you today. Apologies, we couldn't get the new head women's basketball coach at Shepard on the phone. We'll try another day, I guess. Uh, we will try another day. And Avery, your mic is now on in here. Yeah, I was sitting in the in the news studio all more, or all afternoon for nothing. But you know what? All right. Well, as the host of the show, I kind of can decide where some things go. And I'm going to decide where this little next minute and a half goes. Eller for the draw. And as the puck drops, the words that D.C. fans have been waiting to hear since 1974. The Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions. It's not a dream. It's not a desert mirage. It's Lord Stanley, and he is coming to Washington. 
best call of all time four years ago to the date. You might live in the past, but you live in the past for a team that finally did something you've been waiting your whole life for. Hey, that's a. The, I, I like the Desert Mirage thing that's that he threw in there. That's my favorite call because it, it was you know they were playing Vegas that year, Vegas in the desert, Nevada. So yeah. I I like that. I like throwing that in. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking, Avery. I am thinking. It's rare when I think, but you know, every once in a while I'll do it. <laughs> Picked a good time. Yeah, did pick a good time. Wow, I just wanted to talk about that because it's been four years to the day. Uh, Too many people talking. Hey, Colin, do you know who's going back to the Stanley Cup finals? Groovy. And Andre Burakovsky. Burakovsky. I forgot he went to Colorado as well. Yeah. They dominated that series. They did. I did not expect the sweep between Colorado and Now we're waiting for the winner of the Rangers and Lightning. I saw somewhere on Twitter last night that uh, if there's a Game 7 in that series, I believe it would be in New York at Madison Square Garden on June 14th. Which is a whole week. If it makes, if it goes to Game Seven, mm-hmm. it's a whole week after the Avalanche are just chilling, right? Yeah. But June Fourteenth is also the Justin Bieber concert at Madison Square Garden. I don't know. I guess well, with the Knicks, well, that's uh, where you know. I was about to say, with the Knicks, they don't really expect to be having many uh, <laughs> postseason sporting events that yeah. far into June. So you know, <laughs> you can't push Bieber off. Yeah, you can. No. So he has to play at intermission. Weird. Yeah. But yeah, that's the move it to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I that's guess playing so. Barclays. That's the hockey uh, and Barclays. Ho- hockey and Barclays. It didn't work with the Islanders for a couple. Of but years. the Rangers could go up three-one tonight. Uh, they're they're uh, underdogs in this one as Tampa Bay is favored at home in MLA Arena, eight p.m. ESPN. Uh, that should be a good one. Uh, Lightning trying to get back in the series, tie it, and go back to back to back if they win and go to the and win the finals. I don't know. Colorado looks unstoppable. I mean, Colorado's only yeah, lost my, twice uh, in the playoffs. Winners this year. They've had a phenomenal season, so I'd stick with them still winning. All right, so we've got this. Uh, well, I guess before we do that, we got breaking news came out at the start of the show, literally at 12.08 p.m. Tiger Woods skipping U.S. Open to give his body time to heal to, quote, be ready to play the uh, U.S. Open. Or he pulled out of U.S. next week's what? U.S. Open. He'll... <laughs> Be at the to play in the 150th Open Championship at St. Okay. Andrews in Scotland. Excuse me. The so, Open. Uh, that's just the one of many golf items today. Uh, have we heard of this LIV tour? LIV golf. Have we heard that? Yeah, I've only heard Jones. of it because of Mickelson, but it's kind of now, as you mentioned, today, as of this morning, Dustin larger Johnson. Larger. Has joined several other golfers and resigned from the PGA Tour effective immediately. I saw play. Kevin Na. He he yeah. joined, didn't he? Yeah, him, uh, Sergio Garcia, yeah, Charles Schwartzel. This couple is getting players. I mean, there are a couple Masters winners I mean, in that. It's getting kind of interesting. Isn't it all the people that have gotten in trouble with the PGA? I, I guess I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Didn't Kevin Na get in trouble for something? I know Mickelson like? did. Well, yeah. I thought Naga in trouble about something, but potentially might have to get Mike in here to talk about it sometime. Yeah, well, we can't now. There's already all the mics are taken. <laughs> so we also have ten seconds until we have to play the outro. So that's why we have a ton of time. Yeah, look at you. He's getting ready for. I'm getting ready for Thursday, for Thursday man. All right, yeah. so who, so you're gonna be running the board? Are you and, gonna yeah. sit back there? Or? <laughs> He's gonna run it from back there. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take I'll take your call whenever you call in from the woods. I'll take you. We're not at the woods. We're at Crest Creek. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, your bad is right, Avery. Wow. Come on. Do you even listen? 
Yeah, he does. Um, do you need an advocate? He has been like, brutal. Too, did you just say man? he needs an advocate? He needs an advocate. He's been uh, getting picked on way too much here. <laughs> Thank you, days. Colin. Thank All you. Human. It's not going to be me. But, All right. Well, because I enjoy picking. Dylan, last word. Donnie. No. <laughs> last word, Avery. <laughs> uh, uh, Maryland baseball got robbed. Colin, last word. Orioles uh, back in action tonight against the Cubs, I believe, so might have to trash talk uh, Matt Crawford a little bit. All right, Nick, last words. Go hurt. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For Dylan Bishop, Avery Newport, Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Bruce saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.